Hey church, Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily Podcast where we're trying to do three things. One, be helpful to you. Two, be the best church we can possibly be right now. And three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along. Trying to figure out how to re-church. Oh yeah, just had a great meeting with the leadership community. Uh, it's Wednesday, went from seven to eight, and we essentially together launched the ReChurch season. Um, I gave a quick overview of what ReChurch was, which I'll do again for you in just a second. Uh, Chris Kelly laid out in uh, visual form through a PowerPoint deck um, our sort of re-energized, re-infused maybe more detailed mission statement as a church. Uh, Pastor Lisa articulated five really great group opportunities that are uh, coming down the pike here shortly. Um, well, yeah, I mean, for now, right? It's time to sign up. They're, they're starting uh, different times in September. And um, and then we did a Q&A, and it was great. So I want to kind of recap that meeting and uh, we'll call it a night, call it a morning, call it a day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. So what is ReChurch? It is a posture. Honestly, I, if, if I could do anything, I would have Vista and all of its participants, not only now in this season, but always be postured in such a way that we were open to whatever God wants to do with us, that we hold loosely to what we have and what, we've, what we're doing so that God can adapt it, shift it, get rid of it, remake it, start us down a different path, whatever. It's an anxiety-provoking posture idea, but that's exactly how it should feel when you're putting your trust in somebody, right? God says, trust me. Well, th there is no trust where you're hanging on to something else in your life that gives you confidence, right? So the natural question that comes up when we say we want to listen to God and potentially change things is, well, what are you going to change? Which the underlying question is, are you going to change something that I like that I'm hanging on to? I don't know. We don't know. But that's the whole point, is as a people, we put ourselves in the hands of God, trust him that he knows what's best, listen to him, and then obey him. <laughs> the hardest times to trust is when we have to let go of something or when we have to obey uh, in a way or a form that we don't fully understand. The Bible is from page one to page last chapter of Revelation, a narrative, a story, a historic record of how God has blessed those who have trust him, trusted him and how those who have not trusted him have fallen under the weight of their own um, disobedience, right? God's at the center of everything. He created it all. That means there's a way to live and a way to go, a way to turn a way to speak, and it's his way, 
And he wants to communicate to it, that to us. And when we follow it, it's good. It's beautiful. And when we don't, it goes bad. <laughs> That's just the straight up truth. I cannot, I cannot invite you into a place of trusting God for what he wants for us and simultaneously eliminate all of your anxiety. Only God can do that. If you trust him, right? If we trust him. Now, that being said, I'm compelled to alleviate some of your anxiety. We don't already have things figured out, know what we're going to change, and are just sort of stringing you along and going to feed it to you slowly. We want to be in a season of reflection, consideration, repentance, confirmation, insight. You know, we want to hear from God, which means oftentimes talking to one another, hearing from one another, praying, reading the scriptures. Let's do it. Wherever you're at, whatever you're involved in at Vista right now, be asking the question, what do you want from us, God? That being said, I don't, I know we're not going to change our statement of faith. I know we're not going to not we're going to always be a Bible based Bible teaching church. We're going to be gospel Christ centered. We're going to have some way of gathering everybody together and worshiping and praying and singing and inspiring one another and hearing scripture. And we're going to gather together in small groups of some form. We're going to help the poor. We're going to, you know, <laughs> all those basic things, those New Testament directives aren't going to change. They're in the New Testament. That, that's the word of God. Probably the biggest thing that we have to consider is how we reach the next generation and or those that are far from God. We are solidly in the center of a post-Christian, post-church culture that's not really interested in turning to the church for answers. And we know we have them. How do we get ourselves into a position? How do we equip ourselves such a way that all of us can meaningfully engage the post-church, post-Christian world and earn their attention, if not their respect, and the ability to teach what Jesus wants us to teach, to live the way God wants us to live, to move the way Jesus demonstrated that we move. How do we become more and more every day the very people that want God wants us to become so that more can know him, that more can find Jesus. Whatever that is, wouldn't you agree? We should do it. That's why we're in a season of rechurch. church